<laughs> Hello, boils and ghouls. It's your old pal, John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper. And guess what, kiddies? You are now tuned in to PBD Horror Podcast. Pleasant screams. <laughs> Hey, what's going on? You're now tuned in to the PVD Horror Podcast. I'm Brandon, and today on this episode, we have actor Sean Roberts joining us. You may know him from films such as Land of the Dead, Diary of the Dead, and the Resident Evil franchise. Today, we're going to talk about his new film, Here for the Blood, which premieres on Screenbox and in theaters on February 9th. Sean, thanks for coming on the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Uh, no problem. So, Sean, you got into acting at a young age. Can you share how that happened? I was in a school play, funny enough, um, yeah. and I was lucky because in the audience, uh, my friend's dad was a script writer, mm. and knew he was working on this new show, and he said, well, there's auditions um, if you'd like to go and try, and at 12 years old, I guess I was maybe 11 when I went in, and I didn't even realize that like actors were a job, right, because you mm-hmm. just watch movies and think about it. Um, and I ended up booking the first audition I ever got was a TV series. Uh, it was a blessing. I got to learn on the, on, on the set and, uh, you know, uh, from there sort of just keep showing up, keep doing it. And the next thing you know, 30 years goes by and you're still here. So. <laughs> yeah, there you still go. Still yeah. Here. yeah. You've been on a few shows that are on like uh, goosebumps and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, so it was fun enough. It's fun because, you know, there there are some times when you see, like, the original Resident Evil. It was like, man, those movies are so cool. And they were shot yeah. in Toronto. Yeah, I wish I could be in a movie like that. And then years later, an opportunity comes up. It's like, oh, my God, this is a yep. blessing. Uh, I do feel lucky for sure, man. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. Like you said, Resident Evil, you know, I grew up playing that video game. Those are some of my favorite games. And still to this day, they're making the remakes and stuff like that. Uh, you starred as uh, Albert Wesker in the film. How was it working on those films? And were you a big fan of the video games growing up? I was. I, you know, I was the same kid uh, in the basement with my friends having the sleepovers, turning the lights on because of the creepy yeah. music background, yeah. the spider falling. And oh, my God. Um so I was absolutely a Resident Evil fan to begin with. And then when the tape came along, uh, the, the request to make a tape, I said, well, okay, this is, you know, this is out there. But, you know, and as a Canadian actor, a lot of times big roles like this, you figure, well, you're just going to go to an American name. And in Canada, we just, we service Americans, we fill in the rest of the spots. Well, they hired me. Uh, it was amazing and a blessing. Um, and man, I got so spoiled doing a movie of that scale that, you know, nothing else compares to it. It's, um, it's just so badass. It's, it's how movie and that's, you know, the reason why you want to get into film. Um, but you learn different things on a movie of that scale than you do on a a low budget, right? I, I feel like on a low budget, everybody has three jobs and on, you know, a movie of that scale, there's three people for one job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's cool man it's just i think some of the biggest lessons i learned from being in a movie of that scale is that 
no matter what, you got to keep showing up and there will be an audition that you will have to try again. And, you know, there's, there's no magic sort of uh, one gig that gets it for you. So yeah. here we, you know, showing up again and uh, hopefully some eyeballs get to find uh, here for blood and another movie comes. Right. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm into. Yeah. So now yeah. growing up, you, you had a lot of big influences such as, you know, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Bruce Willis and Sylvester Stallone. Can you talk about how these guys change your life? Man, I think uh, I am doing what I'm doing because of those guys. Um, It wasn't until, like I said, uh, at 12, uh, apparently my stepmother says that I told her this when I was six that I wanted to be an actor. (laughs) I don't remember it, nonetheless. Um, Yeah, man, I I, I realized at a young age that there were so many things that they were doing um, in those movies that if I wanted to be a cop, well, then I had to be a cop. Or if I wanted to be in the military, that's the one thing you do. But I want to do all those things. Well, how do you do all those things? Well, there's another job that's you're just pretending. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like uh, I, I'm qualified for that. Let's do that. Um, so yeah, man. I I think you know those '80s '90s action stars. You know, it was before foam suits and all of these superhero movies, and mm-hmm. it, it just is manly men back then. And yeah. yeah exactly what i wanted to be at, you know eight <laughs> years old that's that's me in the future that's, a... so. <laughs> that's awesome um so you starred you starred in a few horror films now but what are some films that some horror films that got you hooked to the genre growing up uh growing up i mean there was uh a nightmare on elm street yeah my sisters would watch that and the, the screaming so obviously i'd been sent to bed because i was a little kid and you know you creep around the top of the stairs you're trying to watch the movie through there and <laughs> um i remember jaws being a big one um yeah man i uh but probably like in relation to here for blood the first time that i i laid eyes on uh, army of darkness it felt very different from any other movie i'd ever seen and I liked how they were having fun with the action and the horror. And uh, it, it stood out. I saw it probably before I should have. But mm-hmm. I like that more than I like feeling like, ah, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, so. <laughs> no, that, that's awesome. So, Sean, like you said, you've been in the game for uh, years now, working on a handful of films. I know. I noticed that you start in a, a six-week journey to help up-and-coming actors. Can you talk a little bit about that? Uh, well, it's actually uh, online on Instagram. I'm uh, I'm training people. Um, basically, you know, I, I try to take something that I'm passionate about and I have knowledge about, and maybe I can share that and make somebody else's world a little bit better. So, yeah, man, I just uh, trying to be of service. Is I think that's you know one of the things we're all sent here for. Um, so yeah, I'm doing a, a six week program, sign up and we'll, uh, do some online coaching. We'll set you up with a diet and program. And, um, I don't know. I just know the difference between feeling out of shape and in shape and in shape always feels better. So yeah. if I can, yep. that, let's do it. Nah, Thanks for awesome. asking. Oh, no <laughs> problem. man. I think, I think it's cool because you know, with, with a person like yourself, uh, a lot of people that are coming into the game, you know, they, they, don't know how to get started and so sometimes you just need help and so you know seeing someone like yourself that's well established uh putting something together like that's pretty cool 
you know? Thanks, man. I, uh, I think, yeah, we, we got to teach, you know, yeah. you got to teach, learn. And if you're not doing that in life, I don't know what you're doing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now let's talk about here for the blood. Um, you are an executive producer on this project. How'd you get involved with the film? Um, it was, uh, the, our special effects team who sent me the, uh, the idea to begin with. They said, well, there's a wrestling movie. If you're available, they're doing a low budget movie in London, but, uh, I, I think you'd be a perfect fit for it because obviously they, they got the script early on to start working on some of these prosthetics. And I said, well, you know, yeah, I'm available. Let me, let me have a look at it. I probably didn't get more than a page or two in before I was like, is this, is this for real? Because this sounds like my own voice as I'm reading it already. <laughs> and then you get to some of the one-liners and you're like, is this going to get cut or am I actually going to be able to say this? Because, you know, I mean, this is, this is fun. This is the, the things I get out of bed for in the morning. So yeah, by the time I finished that script, I said, okay, where can I sign? And let's get started, please. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, here we are, fucking three years later, it's finally going to come out. Some people are going to get some eyeballs on it. And so far, it seems like the response is good, or we're just showing it to people that like these kind of movies. Yeah. I'm not sure. Fingers that, crossed for good. That's cool. I've been hearing nothing but good things about it. Fans have been going crazy about the film. I'm pretty sure it premiered at Fright Fest. Um, were you able to attend that uh, screening? I went to the uh, After Dark Film Festival, I think. It, okay. The one in Toronto, right? Not the ones in the UK. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, it's it's different to be able to watch a movie with an audience that you're in and hear their immediate responses to stuff. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's validating. It's nice to hear the laughs when there should be laughs and the screams. And uh, the one thing I can say to anybody, if you're considering even watching the movie... Thank you. Awesome. But if you can go out and watch it in a theater, um, I, I've had uh, other people. Um, sorry. I don't know how to ignore that. Anyway, doesn't right. matter. Can you? Yeah, I can still see you. Okay, fine. Then I will ignore that. Um, yeah, I, I would recommend to go to a theater to see it if you can. Um one of my friends who came to the screening said that he had never experienced a movie like that. I've seen movies, but I never experienced a movie like that. And I think that there's something to that. Um, so yeah, if, if you can get to a theater, have a look, see, get some popcorn. So you have something to throw and uh, <laughs> it should be. <laughs> no, nah, that's cool. Now, can you give the listeners a synopsis of the film? So the uh, the character Tom, who I play, is uh, tasked with babysitting um, this sweet, innocent girl in the middle of nowhere. And over the course of the uh, evening, it turns out that she is the subject of interest for a satanic cult willing to sacrifice her to bring over spirits from the other side. What they were expecting was this sweet little college-age girl to come in and be a babysitter, and what they got was me. So that was different. <laughs> unexpected and uh so let the ass kicking ensue both ways so, <laughs> yeah you know it's a, it's a good time it feels it's a movie that feels like an experience okay if, any other way um at least that's what it seems to be <laughs> <laughs> now are you a big wrestling fan or was this like something out of a different direction for you starring in i i love um the physicality of, yep. of the wrestling 
of action and stuff. So now do I watch uh, the WWE or I don't, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. not you know, that guy. Um, but I certainly have respect. And uh, funny enough, years ago, because I like the action so much, um, I was uh, talking with Mila from Resident Evil. Yep. She goes, well, why don't you go be a wrestler then? Wow. <laughs> and then this came along. It's like, well, I'm almost a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah. So now is this usually how it is when you're sitting there babysitting, you know, growing up, like getting just things going crazy? Or how, how did you uh, get how did you um, get ready to perform as a babysitter in this role? You know, growing up was you usually ha- do you have like nieces, nephews or anything like that? I uh, I got to help be very present with the raising of my nephews. Okay. So uh, small kids around the house I'm used to. Uh, they've all grown up now, but nonetheless. Um, yeah, man, it's... Uh, thank goodness I've never run into a scenario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not too many babysitting. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. That's awesome. And I can't wait to check it out. Um, like I said before, you know, the film's going to be in theaters. Uh, February 9th and premiering on uh, Screenbox. Um, can you share any other info that you have, any upcoming events that you can tell the listeners and where they can find you on social media? Uh, I'm Sean underscore Roberts 4RL on Instagram. Um, it's the only social media platform I have. Uh, I'm not great at posting, but I'll try and get better. Mm. Uh, I have uh, a movie coming out at the end of February called Afterwards, uh, where I play the, the lead um, stuck in essentially a, a version of purgatory in a winter wasteland, uh, dark spiritual drama. And then I have a thriller, we'll call it, coming out in May uh, called Campton Manor. I'm not sure which platforms they're going to be available on, um, but at least it feels like, you know, maybe I'm a movie star. Movies are coming out. Awesome. I there did you these go. movies almost a decade ago, but still, they're coming out, man, finally. So, it's uh, the timing is good, and hopefully, there's an audience for each and every one of these movies. That's so awesome. We'll see. Um, I'm glad you're back to work and you're you're busy, man. That's that's the good thing now, you know, after this writing uh, writer strike and everything like that. So it's good to to be busy in this field right now. Yes, sir. Well, we all still have jobs, and AI hasn't taken over for us. Exactly, Sean. Yes. Thanks for coming on, everyone listening. Here for the Blood premieres on Screenbox and in theaters February 9th. You don't want to miss it. Like Sean said earlier, check it out on the big screen. Get your popcorn and everything. Uh, We'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, take it easy. Game over. You lose.